Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and papas. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's the modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 on South Main at the Green Beetle and every Friday night from 8 to 10 in Cooper Young at the Memphis Maid Tap Room. For more info, visit the bingo page at CerritoTrivia.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. And here we are, Dustin Starr alongside my Maria. We'll have Kevin Cerrito with us here in just a second. We're going to talk some pro wrestling, but first, I'm going to tell you a hookup on Uber. Maria loves taking Ubers uh, to do. FedEx for him. We take Uber everywhere, so hold on just a second. As you travel around Memphis this weekend or anytime, try Uber. You can ride free with Uber anytime by using the code UBERCERITO, and you'll get $20 off your first ride. Download the Uber app to your phone and put in the promo code Uber Cerrito and get $20 off your first ride. And that's Uber Cerrito. U-B-E-R-C-E-R-R-I-T-O. Did I get it? Yeah, I think we've already used ours. Yes, we use it all the time. We love Uber. We're going to talk a little pro wrestling with my tag team partner, Kevin Cerrito, here in just a second. Do we have Kevin? No. No? Ke- Ooh, yeah. Kevin's on location. I've been following him on uh, his Twitter and Instagram. It looks like he's having a lot of fun and had a good Thanksgiving. He'll be joining us here uh, momentarily, but we have a couple of wrestling plugs that we can get to. Um, you know, there's always something going on, and right now, My Maria is going for her third Wrestling Manager of the Year award. That's right. I've Third been, in a row? I've been wrestling for three years, and this is the third year I'm nominated. That's pretty good. You must have a real um, spectacular athlete that you manage. Uh, well, I'm definitely good at what I do. Yes, yes. So you can go to WrestlingNewsCenter.com, and you can vote for the power couple. We're in multiple different categories. I am uh, nominated for Wrestler of the Year. Of course, I, like I said, Maria is going for her third straight wrestling manager of the of the year. Do we have Kevin Cerrito? Is that Kevin? Let's get him on. Yo, Kevin, what's going on, man? Welcome to the special 90-minute five-star edition of Cerrito Live. Welcome. Greetings and salutations. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, you too, man. I ate way too much, by the way. Yes, we did. We were just kind of going through a little bit of the plugs. You know, Maria is going for her third Wrestling Manager of the Year award at WrestlingNewsCenter.com, so you have to go cast your vote, Kevin. Yes, our, our, yeah, our, yeah. Oh. Can I vote again? Yes, yeah. you can. You can vote every day. If you'd like, you can vote every day. Okay. But that's okay. I don't really I, think I'm going to need that. Also, we were just going through a couple of plugs, Kevin. Uh, the Power Couple is going to re- be returning to Throwback Championship Wrestling in January. You can catch us on CSN 49 on Xfinity throughout West Tennessee, and also you can follow them online, Throwback Championship Wrestling. 
Um, as you know, Kevin, I was on Local Memphis Live earlier this week. I'll also be joining Amy Sparopoulos on Monday, Thursday, and Friday of this week. So I'll be on there talking right. maybe some Grizzlies, maybe some wrestling, going through the uh, the news and everything. And of course, Wait, are you on Wednesday? I am on Monday, Thursday, and Friday. Okay, so they don't they don't have us up against each other because I'll be on on channel three, eleven mm-hmm. nine on Wednesday morning. So if I was on but Wednesday, on it would be a ratings war between the tag team. Yeah. Raw, Raw versus Nitro. <laughs> They're on both channels at the same time. <laughs> well, I would record both and watch both back for you. So we would get ratings oh. both sides. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. You can, you, if your DVR can't record two things at once, you need to get a new DVR. Right. Yeah. Wait. It, is this segment is this segment nominated for a Wrestling News Center award? No, but it definitely should be. I don't think they have a um, category. Would, this would be the only one in the category. So we would win. Because right. <laughs> there is no other wrestling show yeah. on the radio. We're the only win. weekly episode. We are the longest reigning weekly episodic <laughs> radio wrestling show on radio. See how I just stole that oh, from well. Monday Night Raw? Okay. Yeah, see how you stole it. Hey. Speaking of wrestling, well, I, well, let me give throw in one last plug before we get into what, what is obviously the biggest story of the week. Uh, wrestle, wrestling trivia is back in January. So the day is set. We haven't started taking RSVPs for it yet, but it will be the, the wrestling trivia rumble on January the 12th, back at the Green Beetle on January the 12th. So you can go ahead and mark your calendar if you're, if you've never been or if you've been before, you know, it's awesome. So we'll do wrestling trivia. It's free to free. play at the Green Beetle mm-hmm. on January. 12th, and watching SmackDown the other day, I noticed, the, did you see the, the contract on the uh, ladder match? The I contract did. ladder match? I that should have been on a pole. That should have been on a pole. Oh, that, that round absolutely killed us. Maria was looking at me during that round like, do you not ever watch wrestling? Because I didn't get any of those on a pole matches correct. But one bring, last plug. This is going to be exciting for you, too, bring Kevin. Back, bring back the pole matches. Hashtag bring back pole matches. That should have been a pole match on SmackDown the other night. Should not have been a ladder match. Bring back the poll matches. That should have That's been a fire. boo on woos and boos earlier. But okay, coming go soon, ahead. What's your last coming yeah. soon to the main event right here on Sports 56 on Cerrito Live. Uh, we do not have a show next week. No right. show next week. But when we come back on December 10th, we're going to be joined by legendary wrestling manager and promoter Jim Cornette. He's going to be with us December 10th. Ooh, also, I always love catching up with, with uh, James E. Yes, also in the next month or so, we are going to have Kevin Thorne, and we'll also have Billy Gunn, former WWE superstar Billy Gunn. He's actually in Japan right now. As soon as he's finished with that tour, he is going to join us on the main event of Cerrito Love. How about that? That's awesome. That's awesome. That is uh, former Smoking Gun, former DX, former New Age Outlaw. Arguably one of the greatest tag team wrestlers to ever step foot in the ring. All those tag teams you mentioned, they were all tag team champions. So and but uh, let's, let's okay. We've got how far are we into this, and we have not talked about the Survivor Series. You, yeah. Boy, were we wrong. <laughs> well, earlier I gave it a woo, and Maria gave it a boo because she she wasn't too much into it. But Survivor Series was last Sunday. It was the epic showdown where fantasy warfare becomes reality. You had Brock Lesnar, the Beast Incarnate, going one on one with Goldberg, and who would have thought? That we would see what we saw, Kevin. Your thoughts? I thought it was—I thought it was outstanding. Actually, I, I know you were tweeting me thinking I, that I probably didn't like it, but I thought it was—I mean, that was the thing to do. 
it got people talking even more, right? Yeah. People talk about when Goldberg made you know a big comeback on Raw for the first time. People were talking a little bit. So what's the other way you could do it? What's the other way you can get even more buzz is have Goldberg squash your other crossover star in Brock Lesnar. And I thought it was. I just thought it was. It was it was great. I, I thought it was a smart move, especially. I mean, it's not smart if Goldberg's not uh, continued to yeah, be part of the company, right. and that's that's why we all thought Brock was going to win because it just didn't. Goldberg, all the reports were that he's probably just coming as a one and done. If it was one and done, you weren't going to have a Brock lose. But and it's not the fact that Brock lost the match; it's the fact that he yeah. got squashed. Right. He lost it quickly, and it became stunning. And then the most stunning moment since the Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar. At WrestleMania. I'm glad you said that because Brock Lesnar has shocked the wrestling world on several different occasions. There's not another person who has done that. And uh, the pay-per-view actually ended probably about 30, 35 minutes early, which was a shock. I thought it was awesome because you know what? Goldberg walked into the Georgia Dome, sold out, and he beat Hulk Hogan the same way just about for the WCW World Heavyweight title. How many years ago was that? So Maria's (laughs) hung up on his age. Well, I'm not exactly he hung up good. on his age, awesome. so to say. I'm just, I just think it was very unrealistic and okay. So ridiculous. for the listeners out there that did not see it and have no idea what we're talking about, where have you been? First of all, and second of all, literally, Goldberg, Brock shoves Goldberg. Goldberg pushes Brock Lesnar down. Brock laughs it off, turns his back, turns around. He gets two spears and a jackhammer. One, two, three. It was over, and the place was shocked. Literally, less. You tweeted earlier that there was a 90-second match. Literally, about a 90-second match in that right. main event that was built up all these months. And it, I think it was, it was smart. I know Goldberg's going to be in, in the Royal Rumble. Brock will be in the Royal Rumble. Who knows? Do they end up having another match at? Maybe, I don't know. I don't think it's as smart when you look at it that, okay, Goldberg's up 2-0 in this series. That doesn't seem as smart because you don't really have a rubber match when that's out. Right. You know, it's got to be a little bit different. And so I'm not too fond of that. But there's, what do you think, Dustin, as, as, as one of the boys, right? What if you're one of the boys and – because Brock has not lost to anybody, anybody in years, right? He just doesn't lose. And he squashes John Cena. He squashes Dean Ambrose. He beats Ed, you know, he well, hold on, stop right there. Get Why would you be surprised that he squashes Brock if he did the same thing to all your other top stars? Like, so you thought he was going to squash, you thought Brock was going to squash Goldberg like that? No way. No, 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 I'm not saying he did. But I'm saying if you're one of the boys, are you upset that Goldberg is the guy who gets the win over Brock while you have all these other full-timers, I see what you're right? Saying. Goldberg. It's only here for six months. He's not going to be much longer past WrestleMania, probably. Right. Uh, and he might, but aren't you a little upset? Though? Okay, this guy who's been gone for twelve years is the guy who comes in and wins. And or I mean, are you? Would you be upset? Shouldn't this? Shouldn't they be like putting over Samoa Joe or somebody else um, yeah, on the no. roster who's going to be around you. for a long time and say that they did that to Brock instead of a guy who's only who's forty nine, as Maria points out, and is not going to be here very long. Well, and like Arnez just tweeted me, that was 17 years ago. So you guys as wrestling fans and these, like, I guess this was your childhood hero growing up, wanted to see him squash him like that. But from my perspective, it made absolutely no sense for him to just easily go in and beat him that quick. We didn't want to see him do that. We were just all surprised that it did happen. Now, I talked to Arnez last It was awesome. It was a shock. They talked about how old Triple H was when he came back. Looked like he was in the best physical condition of his entire career. Uh, Goldberg came back, 
looked phenomenal. He looked like the Goldberg of old, if you ask me. So I think putting an age on these guys and saying, oh, we can't do that because he's 49 yeah. years old. Oh, no, man, the guy is in tip-top shape. He Let's, doesn't look 49. No. It doesn't matter. It matters that 17 years ago he squashed the top guy, and then he comes in 17 years later, hasn't been in does. the ring at all, and squashes <laughs> the top guy. But that's what he does. He that's squashes uh, people. That's, that's, that's Goldberg. So he's an unstoppable superhero. Well, let's let's take all right. Let's okay, take, but, take a look. But or mm-hmm. Dustin, do you think? I think they had to be Goldberg. I think Goldberg's the only person who could pull off what they got out of it because what they got out of it was national media attention, and they've got the interest of the fans. Right. And Raw was pretty good on Monday. Maria's and making faces at you right now. So they got the. You couldn't have anybody else do that to Brock and get the headlines that you got, right? You had to have Goldberg be that guy. Because people remember Goldberg from the from the nineties. Almost said attitude error, but <laughs> not part of that. But he was from the you know, they were they, he's the only guy who could have done that because he was such a big crossover star. And Brock but you had to have your two mega stars who are bigger in the industry in a lot of ways, right? Um Let's take a look it at the road to, to WrestleMania. To I don't think there's anybody else who could have got the headlines if it wasn't Goldberg who did that. So it makes sense, I think, um, from from that perspective. It doesn't make sense that he's now up 2-0. and But, again, that's another Goldberg streak, and yeah. Goldberg's all about streaks. Well, let's take a look at the road to WrestleMania. Okay, so Goldberg comes out on Monday Night Raw, and I love the promo and how he set it up. Do you have one last title run in you? Yeah, that was good. He yeah. says yes. He's going to be at the Royal Rumble. So now it paints the picture, okay? So... Everybody thinks that Brock Lesnar will cost Goldberg the, the Royal Rumble, and then they will have that rematch again at WrestleMania. But what if Goldberg does win at WrestleMania or win at Royal Rumble, and he gets the title shot, and he goes to WrestleMania? This could be a major, um, a major revitalization, I guess, of Goldberg, and he could even face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania for the title. There's so many different things that they can do, triple threats. I mean, you could do anything between now and WrestleMania, and Memphis is going to get a little taste of that because we have SmackDown as the well, go-home show before Royal Rumble. Well, I mean, that's, that's is what it is. But sure. I, I don't I, – I, we don't even know what title, you know, when are the Rumble is going to be vying for. That's I guess true. is it going to be the Universal, the World, or they get to choose again, or it depends what show you're on. Or what? But it's too bad. Hey, did you watch SmackDown this week? I mentioned it earlier, but it, it, was a, it was a random Memphis connection for you. Ready? I'm ready. It was since you brought up SmackDown. It was episode 901 this week. Oh wow! They should, have, they should have timed that a little bit better. SmackDown here in January, but it was episode 901. SmackDown. Speaking of SmackDown, uh, I've got to call you out because the Brian Kendrick kept the cruiserweight title on Raw despite. We were so wrong, yeah. Yeah, and then also Miz kept the Intercontinental title on SmackDown. I'm glad. I'm glad about that. I think the Cruiserweight division is eventually just going to have to move to SmackDown unless they're just going to be that the Cruiserweights are going to be traveling to both shows, which is not uh, crazy to think. But I thought they were hosting uh, multiple shows in multiple cities on the same night with Raw in one place and SmackDown in the other. I still won't be, be surprised if that if if the division changes because I didn't think B. Brian Kendrick would lose the match because he just got the title back. I just thought because yeah. it makes sense. Right. Of the 205, 205 live. Yeah, we were, but that, it all tells in comparison what, you know, this Brock Lesnar, uh, getting squashed by Goldberg. Maria, you may be a little upset, but I, look at this in perspective. I just really think it's a great way to, in the year of 2016, and it immediately got comparisons. Like, this has been just a, a wild year of, of shockers and upsets from whether the Cubs winning the World Series, like, who would have thought, or the, 
best NBA team ever, the Golden State Warriors, going, you know, had 3-1 lead in the finals, and then they lose. Uh, or you have Hillary losing to Trump even was a huge upset, right? <laughs> right. Like, this is 2016 has been the year of, like, the, these massive upsets. And now WWE gets to throw themselves on that list a little bit. Well, at least the Trump and Hillary thing was a, uh, no one knew what was going to happen. Like, it was unexpected and, like, legitimate. Was it was a legitimate race. Like, people were like, oh, my gosh, who's going to win? Who's going to win? And then... With Goldberg and Lesnar, within less than a minute, everyone realized that they just totally pooped on him. Like, well, I don't know if they did that. They, what they did is they, they the set up for a rematch. Everybody thought, to make everybody more thought money. Goldberg was winning. Right, and they set no, up no, a when rematch. I'm they thought Brock was going to win. They thought Brock was going to win. This didn't make any sense. You but set up a rematch they, to sell more tickets to another match. I guess that's my what main they did. problem is the whole way the match played out. <laughs> you mentioned WWE. But I thought it was. Smart, very smart booking. Well, Twitter agrees with me. Well, a lot of people are agreeing on that. Um, you talked about Memphis being in the news. With WWE.com had a little Memphis story. I know that you saw it with uh, Lawler and The Rock. Yeah, they're celebrating the 20th anniversary of The Rock. I thought this story was was really cool. Um, talking about his moment in Memphis, and I've got to go back and watch this. His last match in Memphis. Have you ever watched this? Oh, yeah. Apparently yeah. you can find it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But he wrestles Lawler. And I guess the loser leaves town or something in this match. Yeah. But at the very end of the Saturday morning show on Channel 5, and they have to, like, rush it, and, and the match happens, like, in 12 seconds because they're running out of time. That's crazy. Like, so, it's, such a, it's such a great story. And the story at WWE.com has some great, great quotes and stuff in it, too. Yeah, they have a series called 20 Years of the Rock. And uh, this one was entitled The Last Stand of Flex Cavana, which was The Rock's name at the time. How Jerry Lawler got rid of The Rock out of Memphis on two days' notice. So one of the funny quotes, um, Lawler says, we sort of got a rush call. They said, hey, we need the guy to start on Monday. And he said maybe it was a Thursday, and he just laughed. Uh, so um, an, interest, an interesting story behind uh, that I know about The Rock is during that time, you know, he has the $7 Productions um, that that that's his company and all that good stuff. Well, a uh, good friend of mine, downtown Bruno, actually lend lended the Rock seven dollars when he was here in Memphis before the whole Flex Cavana thing. Like uh, while that was about to happen, downtown Bruno uh, loaned him seven bucks. And when the Rock made it big, he sent downtown Bruno this big frame that has an autographed picture of the Rock. It has a five dollar bill and two one dollar bills framed on the inside of it. And he sent that to downtown Bruno because he remembered the $7 that he loaned him back when he was having a rough start and didn't have a dollar to his name, and he was right here in Memphis, Tennessee. How crazy is that? It is crazy. Sometimes, and The Rock on Instagram remembers all the time his, his connections to Memphis. But this story is great for WWE to acknowledge, to not only acknowledge that, but within this story on WWE.com, to really acknowledge that Memphis was the, you know, their original NXT, right? Pretty much, right? That this is where they sent the guys to train uh, before they got their own system set up. So uh, it's, this is a really cool read if you don't know the history, or if you do, uh, to to really get some good quotes from the from the King and stuff in there. So you know, definitely check out that story on WWE dot com. Yeah, it was kind of cool that they uh, they kind of gave an insight on Vince kind of respected Lawler, not only was he a great talent and he was on top of Memphis all the time, but being a promoter himself, he could trust Lawler to bring these guys in and put them on the road and get the ring, you know, get them in the ring and everything else. So it was kind of like uh, Vince looking at Lawler as as not only a talent, but also as a successful wrestling promoter. 
and that's how the rock even got here in the first place, and then they had to rush him off. We do need to go back and look at that on YouTube. And, man, i got to call my buddy downtown Bruno and have him on. I'm sure he has all sorts of great rock stories from his time in Memphis. Yeah, we need to we need to do our own part of this whole 20 years of the rock, honoring the rock. So we need to find somebody to, to, to get on. And, it, and that also just combined the fact that, so they had this big upset, right, at Survivor Series, and last week we were talking about how they just need to rebrand Survivor Series and call it something else. But I disagreed with that, by the like, way. Well, well, that's what I think. But again, this, here's another historic moment that happens at it, that it just makes it harder and harder to to change it. The Survivor Series, like from top to bottom, was pretty good. The Survivor Series matches, I enjoy. I enjoyed uh, more than than I thought I would, and they were able to do things. Uh, I just didn't like the month long build up to it. I just thought it was awful, and the brand versus brand stuff was just not very entertaining uh, to me. But now that they've reset, I think we're we're on course. And of course, the Royal Rumble, the next big pay per view, and with Goldberg in it, you got to assume Brock's going to be in it. You think one of them's going to win it? Because how about is this? Tell no, me if I'm I crazy. Don't. I, I think don't. This, this, this is my fantasy booking, and this is what WWE might do. They never have a surprise winner of the Royal Rumble anymore, ever. Right? This is never a surprise. It's pretty predictable who's going to win. Why not have James Ellsworth win the Royal Rumble? Who? James Ellsworth. Oh, man, come on. I have SmackDown read, and I was going to talk to you about SmackDown. I know it's your favorite show, but I think this is Maria's favorite wrestler now. Is this right, Maria? <laughs> James Ellsworth? I don't know if he's my favorite wrestler, but I'm a fan. <laughs> You're a fan. That's, that's, he finally I, got that contract. He got his contract, and I don't. the storyline this week doesn't hold up to my theory that he could be a perfect fit to win the, the Rumble because he's also got like a contract for the title already, but... Like, that would be the stunner if James is in the match at the end with Brock and Goldberg and whomever else, right? Oh or maybe it's just down to those three, and Brock and Goldberg eliminate each other, and James ends up winning the Royal Rumble. Right. And, yeah, does he, does he go to WrestleMania? No, somehow he doesn't end up going to WrestleMania. You know, they've had those finishes before at the Royal Rumble. And sometimes you got to do those for the surprise factor. Again, you just have James Ellsworth become the Royal Rumble winner, because he's never going to be the champion. I don't know. But I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, they gave him He's one of the hottest. What's that? I think it would be pretty amazing for him to be at WrestleMania. Right. No, he's going to be at WrestleMania. Yeah, he'll but be it, there. You can't yeah. build him as, like, the main event of WrestleMania. And well, He got another victory over the WWE World Heavyweight Champion AJ Styles. I think that's yeah, I don't two know victories like that. now or what? Two or three. I don't know if I like that, yeah. I mean, the only thing that could have been better is if it would have done it in 90 seconds. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, Kevin, um, speaking of SmackDown Live, why do I still not care about Baron Corbin? Is it just me? No. There's no, no reason. No? <laughs> he needs to get him the right cue. No, it's not just you. I thought they were going to finally do something with him when he got knocked off the the Survivor Series team, right? But he just comes back and does like a repeat feud with Callisto. I, I don't like it. I don't like his interfering and costing the brand, all that stuff. He should. Uh, yeah. No. He's well, not even um, worth not worth not not worth our time right now. Maybe they'll be, do something. He has potential. Don't get me wrong, potential. Yeah. If he's just paired up and and properly got it, because I've seen him on Talking Smack. You know, I love Talking Smack. He, he seems to he has something. He has something. We saw him at NXT. Yeah, you and I were both surprised about uh, American Alpha not being survivors at Survivor Series, but then they came back. They won tag team turmoil on SmackDown Live. Right. Only to find out that they really didn't win tag team turmoil. So they won, but uh, Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt come out and say you got to face them next week, and the winner gets a tag team title match. Which brings me to um, Orton and Wyatt. I mean, we've already seen this with Daniel Bryan. What? Why? 
What are we doing? Uh, I don't. Weird well, combination, well, right? Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a, a weird combination, and I really have no idea what they're going with this with this, with the SmackDown uh, tag team titles. I I I love the fantasy book. I don't know American Alpha. We saw them at NXT when they were a member. They're awesome, and they should be the champions. And they're just trying to find as many ways as possible, whether it's that injury that they did with the Usos or whatever, to try to keep them from the titles as long as they can. Uh, before they become the champion. And the real pack story to me is that New Day is still the champions no matter what. Like, this is not losing. They're going to beat the demolition record. And, like, I wish we could just fast forward uh, and get that over with. So there needs to be a, a, a refresh of the New Day, and that means them losing the titles, in my opinion. This is the same old stuff. They lose every match that's a non-title match, and they end up winning the title matches, and it just becomes so repetitive. Um, so that's, that's really what I've been watching in the tag division. And I wish... Just wish there was one women's division, whether it was Monday night right. or Tuesday night, and the Cruiserweight was on one show and the women's division was on another show. It'd make things uh, so much better, and maybe even the tag team uh, titles as well. No matter, no matter how you break it down, though, Charlotte is obviously the women's champion of the WWE, in my opinion, the way that they push yeah. and, and, and kind of put her. But we were talking about the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, and I cannot go any further without telling you all that Heath Slater is actually Maria's favorite wrestler. Oh, yeah, yeah. She loves him. She thinks he's so funny. i got kids. Uh, Maria's a... Yeah. So, I Maria, you're a SmackDown fan. <laughs> she likes the underdogs. Yeah, so, I mean, SmackDown's got some of, some of the most entertaining uh, talent out there right now. Okay, well, let's wrap this up with give me some give me some just some bold, crazy fantasy booking for the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. So, do you think it's Brock Goldberg WrestleMania? Because they're not obviously fighting at the Royal Rumble; they're not going to waste it again before then. So, it's part three at WrestleMania. That just doesn't. We're going to see an epic showdown. You know how they eliminate everybody out of the ring, and then it'll be Brock, and it'll be Goldberg, and the place will go crazy, and something's going to happen. Brock will probably, or uh, Goldberg will probably eliminate Brock. Brock will end up illegally eliminating Goldberg, and it will set up a match for WrestleMania. Or I think it would be cool to have Goldberg come in and do a clean sweep and just win the Rumble and go on to WrestleMania for the for the championship. Okay. I'm on board, man. Keep building him. Keep building him. S this unstoppable force because that is what Goldberg is and if he and that's what they did with the Brock match if he's going to come back and be that unstoppable force I'm still going with James Ellsworth I think James Ellsworth would make sense to win the Royal Rumble and somehow lose somehow lose that opportunity uh, before WrestleMania or you know he goes for the goes for the title because there's two titles now so he could go for one of the titles he could be lower on the card but I guess it really is up in the air right now. Who's going to win the Royal Rumble? If they put Brock in there, it's not going to be as obvious. It may it may not be as obvious on who's going to be uh, fighting for the title of WrestleMania. I really want to see AJ Styles versus The Undertaker. That would be good. That would be good. I think we might see Cena though. Cena and Taker. Yeah. yeah. Before Dane we go, hey, before we go, Kevin, I got a couple of interesting on this dates to share with you. Um, again, on okay. December 10th, Jim Cornette's going to join us. No show next week. One year ago today, unfortunately, we lost. Legendary Tommy Gilbert from the Gilbert family. And oh, then yeah. on this day in 1994 at Madison Square Garden, Big Daddy Cool Diesel defeated Bob Backlund in eight seconds to win the WWF championship. Talk smack about that, Maria. Eight seconds the WWF title changed hands. That happened in 1994 on this date. But we're running out of time, Kevin. Are you going to be, you going to be back in studio on December 10th? 
I will be back in two weeks. Yeah, there's a lot of iconic squash matches out there. You can make rank your your your, your favorites. Yeah. Whether it was that one or Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, there are yeah. uh, squash matches. I was only four you remember, you remember yeah. them. They're so memorable. That's what makes them work. All right, big thank you to Kevin Cerrito, Pete Pranica for joining us. My Maria, CJ, thank you, brother. I am Dustin Starr. We are out of time. Thanks for joining us on Cerrito Live. See you in two weeks. This is Maria Starr, half of Memphis's Power Couple, telling you to tune in to the main event of Cerrito Live every weekend for the wrestling segment. My man Dustin Five Star sits down every Saturday with Kevin Cerrito to talk about all things in the world of wrestling. So tune in to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 every Saturday at 1230 for some wrestling smack talk. And if you ever miss this or any of the show, you can listen to the podcast by subscribing to Cerrito Live for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. And as always, podcasts are available at CerritoLive.com.